Welcome to Pixels and Pines Podcast. I'm Bradley. And I'm Michael. And we're two dudes talking about video games and drinking pints. What you got on deck today? Same water, man. Water. <laughs> the, the same exact cup of water from last week. It hasn't left the desk, man. It's the same stuff. You know, I, I found out the other day that water doesn't have an expiration date, so you're probably okay. Probably. It does get stale, though, right? Maybe Pretty sure it gets stale. Maybe, maybe it just gets. Maybe it sits too long with the uh, with all the what are the, the chemicals the stuff that uh, stuff that makes uh, frogs gay or whatever in the in the water. <laughs> I think it like settles at the bottom. The formaldehyde, yeah, something <laughs> like that. It is. So the the fra- the the gay frog juice settles at the bottom and it causes the the water to to taste a little bit different. Oh, okay, so as long as you don't like drink the last ten percent, the frogs that you've been you know ingesting will be Ooh. fine. Yeah, no gay frogs over here. Damn, nice, dude. Uh, well, I'm drinking a little bit of water, too, and uh, a cherry Pepsi Zero. We are I'm jealous. On... <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Uh, kind of. I, w- I wasn't going to have a soda because it is kind of late, um, but uh, I feel like shit. I feel like fucking absolute dog shit today <laughs> still. Um, you and I did a, a lot of drinking yesterday, and then I continued to drink. Uh, yeah, you did. I don't know how you did it, man. I, I couldn't have done it. Yeah. So you, I got. Um, go ahead. I, I, I was like, I stayed. I stayed about an hour later. I didn't. I drank. I think an extra beer. You, you probably had more than me. That that entire that entire session. Yeah. Just where we were at. Before you showed up, I I had already had two of those big ass fucking handles, uh, plus a pint. And then when you got right, there, right. I had another one. So that was my third big ass glass. And then before I left, I got the positive space. I finished that one, and then you got a positive space, and then we bolted. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe my mistake was uh, playing catch up. Because I think I had, I think I had like four or five beers in the same time frame. Yeah. Uh, probably wasn't. Oh yeah, because when when you first got there, you you double fisted. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, because you got the uh, cask, um, oso churro, churro, and uh, I got a pint. Yeah, I got a pint while I was while I was up there in the uh, in the Stein. Yeah, yeah, it was. That Stein was big as fuck too. It was super big. I, I forgot what they said. It was like twenty two ounces or something like that. That's something. That that motherfucker was rough to drink. And they 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 filled it to the top. Yeah, they filled it to the top, all too, the way to so the top. The that first didn't help. no, the first pour that I got was like a you know like an inch off from the top, and then the second time I got it, that the dudes because that chick, I guess she went on break, and the dudes were just topping that bitch all the way up. They those motherfuckers weren't playing. Oh, they were like, we got to roll through yeah. this beer, and no one showed up. Like no one showed up because normally that place is like bumping. But they were complaining when we first got there. They were like, okay, there's like fucking eight people here. Call your friends. Where the fuck are your friends at? You know, they're like they're making all these stupid ass announcements over the PA. Um, Damn, what time did you get there? We got there like at noon. Oh shit! But okay. everybody showed up probably about 20, 30 minutes before you did. So like around two people started rolling in and then it started getting a little packed, but okay. Yeah. It was super fucking fun though. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. It wasn't God as admit. fun until you guys showed up though. 
when it was just Janet and I sitting at the table, I was like, man, if these motherfuckers don't like text or call or show up soon, I was like, we might be calling it an early day. And then as soon as I said that, Joaquin texted me. He's like, hey, man, I'm leaving in five minutes. I was like, all right, cool. We'll stick around. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we were there and for like a fucking hour and some change. God damn. <clears throat> I, I ended up taking a nap. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the day. And by the time I woke up, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> Gotta head out. Uh, Gotta head out. I, you know what? I even, I even went for like a walk, like kind of like a half jog, half walk after I got back. No way. Because yeah. Cause Apple, Apple has like those rings or the Apple watch has the rings yep. that you close and man, you're like, you're like a bitch to those, to those, uh, those positive, that positive feedback. Right. Yeah. And the only thing I can think of is like, I, I got to at least go for a walk. I got to at least go for a walk. And it was rough. I bet dude. it was rough. I think I I ended up having to like to take a piss like on the, <laughs> like <laughs> there's there's like some fucking greenbacks. Yeah. And uh, there's a there's kind of this uh, piece of sidewalk that kind of uh, goes in a U shape mm-hmm. uh, away from everything else, and is surrounded just nothing but trees. I was just like, fuck, great opportunity. Got out there and just unleashed because I would not have made it. Dude, having having to piss or shit in the middle of a run is awful. I had to do that once in a uh, army physical fitness test, and and it's just a track, (laughs) so like a quarter mile track. I just had to run off the track and go piss in the woods, and then come back. Man, I failed the shit out of that PT test (laughs) because they were like, "You were gone forever, son." I was like, "Yeah, man, I had to pee real bad." Um, but oh well. Yeah, at the I, I was I was gone after that. Like I was just like there was I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't do anything else. I don't that think it's too much. It was too much. We we went out with with the crew after that for a little kid's birthday, and I was like, oh, this will be chill. You know, I'll go over there, have some pizza, have a piece of cake. It'll be all right. Then they were like, hey man, come back to the house. We're like, oh, we're doing more shit. I thought we were just saying hey and then leaving from the bounce house place. So we go back to their place. They're like, all right, man, it's fucking shot time. Fucking cordon blue. Fucking let's go. Here's some beers. Fucking drink it up. And I was hung over at this point. <laughs> I was coming down and they were like, time to wind it back up. And I was like, all right, dude, we got home at like, I don't know, 930 or something. And I thought I was going to be sick as fuck. Uh, I drank 32 ounces of uh, water with a, uh, what are those, uh, uh, hydration pack things. I put one of those in there, mm-hmm. slammed that, and had a Tylenol, laid down on the couch for what I thought was like 30 seconds, woke up at 1.30 in the morning, covered in fucking alcohol, drunk-ass sweat, brushed my teeth because oh. it tasted like someone threw up in my mouth and left it, and then uh, went to bed, and then woke up, and that's today. Was nope. messy. I, 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 uh, I about... <laughs> I think I ended up going to bed about 9 p.m. Damn. Because uh, I had I had the idea like, oh, you know, like I'm going to stay up, maybe play some video games or something like that. And like I just shut down. I was just like, I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. Being outside uh, and drinking heavy beers is not good for you here in Texas. So hot. Yeah. It's too hot. Even in the shade, it was too hot. So. Mm-hmm. That was fun. So that's why we're not drinking anything today. We're just uh, recuperating. Yeah, um, basically. 
basically. And it's just, I actually, the, the, the weird thing is, is like my body feels okay, but mm-hmm. just, I just drained, you know what I mean? Same. And, and I don't know if it's because I still, I still ended up doing like a, like a jog this morning. God awful. It was an awful experience. But I did it. But after after I was done with that, body feels kind of okay, but everything else I'm just I'm just drained. Like I just I just didn't I didn't feel like doing anything. It was awful. It was awful. I had I had so much shit that I wanted to do today. Mm-hmm. And like I just could not I just could not push myself forward to do it. Same. I, I think I put in maybe an hour, hour and a half of illustration work that I need to do. Um, I then just passed out on the couch. I just pretty much just slept. Oh, we did do some grocery shopping today and some other shit, but like, you know, nothing too crazy. Ugh. Fuck man. That's right. <laughs> so I, I, man, uh, MacFest is going to be wild, dude. It is. It is. I'm, I, I'm on the fence right now about like, do I keep my body prepped and drink a little bit here and there through the next month or two? Or do I just go no booze, even on the podcast, no booze until December and then just ease myself up and then January hit it hard on that day and just go fucking cold Turkey for the rest of the year. (laughs) I don't know. You might be able to get away with that. I've decided to, ramp it back up a little bit starting oh. in November. Yeah. Going in, I'm not ramp back up. Like I'm not going to just, <laughs> I'm ready to black out stuff. twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't want to get into this situation again where, uh, I need to, I need to, I need to at least be reasonable with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I don't think we have mm. another situation that I know of. Where, you know, it's going to be uh, over the top and just uh, over consuming. You know what I mean? I mean, we're, I, I'm sure we'll have something around like Christmas or Thanksgiving. Um, Probably. Yeah. Oh, forgot about Friendsgiving, Christmas. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to be prepped. Yeah, we'll be, be able to we'll be able to test our metal uh, <laughs> in those situations against uh, Sofa. <laughs> <laughs> He even mentioned it last night. He was like, you're looking a little worn down. Uh, this ain't nothing compared to what MacFest is going to be, bitch. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready. He's Not ready lying. to get turned to fuck up. I bet he is. I bet he is. Dude's wild as fuck. And we will. Yeah. It is going to be wild. It's going to be It's going to be three days. Uh, maybe not to remember, but uh, we'll know bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Maybe I'll just like bring my GoPro and just film stuff when we're about to get real fucking wasted and just be like, Oh, I don't remember. I don't know if I want to do that. Actually. That's I don't think I want evidence. Any. It's called yeah. evidence. Yeah. Cause you're, I think blackout is just when your brain goes, Hey man, you don't need to see what's about to happen. <laughs> it just, it just turns off your memory yeah. and goes on autopilot. And so I would not doubt it. Would yeah. not doubt it. Fuck man. So we got, anyways, we've, we've yeah. had a wild, short weekend but very wild weekend and i think we also have a uh, very short week of news again yeah we we uh we had uh we had a late we had a late pod last episode so mm-hmm. there was a few of the news bits that that kind <clears throat> of crept into it but 
we still got some we still got some decent stuff. Yeah. Um first thing first things first though. This is actually we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, if not this past week, a week before that, where we talked about uh this exploit for uh the PS5 that had been uh disclosed. And the way the way that it works is Sony has this hacker one program, right? And if you're some sort of like, I don't know, security researcher or somebody who enjoys hacking for the, you know, for the, for the knowledge and for the sake of the, of the uh, process, you can, you can discover an exploit for the PS5 and you can report it to Sony and Sony may give you, you know, like $10,000 or something like that. Right. Well, one of the issues that was disclosed, uh, they usually have like a one-year time period before it's up, and it's okay for you to kind of disclose, you know, what you found. And we're starting to get some, I guess, benefits from some of that. And this was the the exploit that we're calling uh, Masticore. Uh, I have it right here from uh, from episode thirteen uh, from a hacker called Seaturt. And it kind of works similar to how the uh, the PS4 exploit works, which basically makes you go into the settings and modify your DNS stuff. And when you do that, you go to like a, a user manual or something like that, and it redirects it to somewhere else. Hmm. And that user manual, I think it's like a, it opens up like a browser window that that transfers you to the, the document, but instead it goes to some sort of... Um, External area uh, causes some sort. It exploits like the uh, the WebKit framework that is like the underlying technology for most of these browsers, and causes you to uh, do cool stuff. Hmm. And the PS5 is no different. It's no different. And for the PS5 version, you're going to the uh, to the settings. There's a user's guide, health and safety, and other information section, mm-hmm. and a user guide inside of there. So once you've changed your DNS settings uh, to launch the exploit, you actually get to enable the debug settings. And the debug settings is the typical just, hey, your console is now hacked. And it's pretty close to what the PS4 does. So what was this? It was like October 2nd. October 2nd, so this was like four or five days ago, well, seven days ago, almost a full week, um, Lance McDonald, we talk, we've talked about him before, yeah. Lance McDonald is the same guy who uh, was super into the, the near automata stuff that was going on, I'm a little ups- still upset about that, <laughs> um, but he's been a known hacker, uh, most, at least on the PlayStation side, he is most known for talking about the 60 frames per second patch for Bloodborne Hmm. that you can apply to play Bloodborne in 60 frames per second on your PS4 if you have a hacked console. It's, uh, I think it's probably one of the most requested features that they've tried to get Sony to to implement since uh, the PS5 came out, thinking that Bloodborne was being held back by the PS4. Either way, it's, it's not a full jailbreak. You know what I mean? Yes. This is this is basically the the opening salvo to attack the security. There's there's a whole bunch of other things that they have to get through first before we can actually get anything that's kind of worthwhile. Hmm. 
the current exploit is only usable on a console on 4.03 and it's been ported over to 4.50, that firmware version. And when we're talking about those firmware versions, this is somewhere around mid to, to late 2021 when those firmwares were released. So in order to even use this, you have to have a console that hasn't been connected to the internet, hasn't been downloading any updates, hasn't played any games that required a firmware higher than those. Damn. Can't, can't have played that play that game or connected and downloaded a firmware from Sony. So basically your your PlayStation 5 had to have been sitting on your shelf turned off for like the past almost a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's but, unfortunate. You know, there's yeah, there but there are people and I'm I'm I, I'm one of those dumb motherfuckers. I haven't checked yet cuz I haven't had time cuz I got way too fucking drunk this past weekend. But <laughs> I bought a uh, Horizon Forbidden West bundle mm-hmm. uh, off of Sony about I think four or five months ago and from what I've heard those those consoles potentially have a firmware version that can be used for this hack Ooh. so I need to double check that but as I said there there isn't any real good use to this this is more of like a proof of concept you can actually install package files which is what the ps4 uses when you hack your console so yeah. for example if you had that pt demo that was has been delisted and essentially just you know pretended like it doesn't exist anymore yeah you can download the package file for that put it on a thumb drive and install it onto your system for the ps5 you can install it but you can't run it and from what Lance McDonald has told us, the PS5 even has like an internal blacklist. So even if we hacked the PS5 console and were able to execute any packages or apps that we installed on the system, they have specifically blacklisted PT demo. That's fucking So even wild. if we were to get that far. Yeah, they really don't want people to have it for whatever reason. They have to actually hack uh, the internal blacklist on the PS5 system. Mm-hmm. And get the execution privileges. Right now, read and write is what they're saying is the only thing available with this current exploit, which means you can, you know, install these package files, but you can't do anything after they're installed. Hmm. It won't do anything because you don't, we don't have, they haven't hacked the system enough to have the correct privileges to actually execute uh, anything that's been written to the PS5 system. We're getting there. Yeah. But I think this this demonstration is essentially something to maybe get some other people kind of interested in what's going on. There's been, I think, right around the time this was dropped, there was probably like three or four YouTube videos for people who, um, you know, specifically enjoy these these kind of things. So at this point, it's more of a waiting game. I, it's it's probably going to be it could be months could be months before we get anything more. But now that this is dropped, now that it's uh, it's actually available to use, you can you can actually um, set up your own web server locally to create like a DNS to connect to your PS5. And just kind of like on the PS4 side, there are public DNSs that you can attach to your current system uh, if it is, uh, you know, exploitable to connect and get uh, enable the debug settings on your system shit 
Almost there, guys. Yeah. Almost there. It's kind of fucking exciting, though. It is. Uh, did you ever hack your PS4? No, I didn't. I haven't. I've never hacked a uh, a Sony system. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, the the PS2, uh, PS2, I think, free McBoot. Like, that's super cool. That's yeah. super cool. Like, I had, uh, I had a setup at one point in time where I... I purchased the, so I had like a PS2 fat mm-hmm. or whatever. And, uh, that's the only way to get the, uh, to get the, I think it's like the hard drive. Yeah. You uh, had to have the expansion thing. bay thing. Yeah. So you have to, you have this, uh, this thing that attaches the hard drive and puts it into the expansion bay. And I think it's also the only thing that allows you to connect, uh, ethernet yeah. to it as well, because I think it was originally meant for final fantasy 11 or something like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So with uh, free McBoot on the PS2, you can actually hook up, because I have a file server inside the house, so I can actually hook up the PS2 to the file server, and it can launch games directly from the file server. Shit. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun as shit. The PS4 is similar. It's kind of similar to that, too. I haven't messed too much with it. The only thing I've used it for is to play PT, because I've never played it before. Hmm. Now's a good time to finish it. That was yeah, it was real good. the The teaser, the teaser game was kind of amazing. Not gonna lie, it's kind of a shame what happened to it. But you, if you have a PS4, and I think right now, as long as you have a PS4 with firmware version nine and below, I think you're good. And uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, you get to. You can do most most things that you can do with the once these kind of things happen to the Sony systems. Installing packages essentially means like it it enables piracy. Yeah, just like uh, anything so you can else. Install. Right? Yeah, you can install games. You can install apps, emulators. You can back up your games, things like that. And that's probably one of the things that I'm excited for for the PS5. So. If if I do have a if I do have a machine that is exploitable, uh, I'm gonna keep it there, see how this goes. Because as soon as as soon as it gets to the point where we can, even if we can't do, uh, well, I guess we kind of have to. We need to execute like apps and stuff. I want to be able to start backing up the PS5 discs. Yeah, those motherfuckers are gonna be big though. It's probably hundred <laughs> gigabyte discs. Yeah, Shit. minimum. Minimum. And I can't, oh man, I remember when it was like pirating back in the day, just trying to like download like a, you know, like a, a 10 megabyte game. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine kids these days, you know, like, mom, don't, you know, don't pick up the phone. Like I'm trying to download a hundred gigabyte Sony game. You know what I mean? Or your grandma called and I got to talk to her for seven hours. Yeah, no, I feel it, man. At least it's, at least it's not that bad anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, it's it was super cool. It was super cool to see to see it happen. We're almost there, guys. But we do and, have uh, other companies yeah. like Nintendo, like bringing back old games, so you don't have to pirate it so much. That's right. We we got a what was it like six? Well, we got three games, three or four games that they they told us were coming in twenty twenty two, and uh, Pilot Wing sixty four is coming October 13th. So they've dated they've dated one of the games. I want to say that the other games are like Mario Party 1 and 2. Yep. That they still have outstanding. Well, it was kind of kind of weird. This is this is probably the I don't know, in my opinion, this is probably the better 
the better, better of the two. Three. I don't. Yeah. The bear. So. So we got confirmation on the date. Uh, the the only the only interesting thing that I've that I've had people uh, talk about is it does look like Nintendo did update the game a little bit with sixty frames per second. What? Yeah. Nintendo sixty four is pretty notorious for having really shit frame rate. If if Nintendo is going to use a like accurate version of GoldenEye, mm-hmm. that bitch is going to be running at like twenty frames per second, mm-hmm. like fifteen frames per second. It's it's pretty rough. We didn't care back in the day. No, we didn't you didn't care. know any better. Right, we didn't know any better. Plus, where CR, CRT TVs are like locked at twenty four or something. No, no, they can do 60. Oh, can they really? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, man, I don't want to get into it, but it's super <laughs> weird. Uh, so if you do, if you do progressive scan, you can get the full 60 frames. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a interlaced version, which it's the way that the way that it works is that, uh, the scan lines on the actual CRT, mm-hmm. uh, if you do interlaced it, it only does like half it right alternates between it alternates between the scan lines mm-hmm. and it has like this little weird flickering effect if you if you really know what to pay attention to not not, not something you really have to deal with on the 64 so much but like PS2 PS2 and Xbox that that was that was kind of weird because that was right right between the time when uh like HD was kind of a thing yeah you know what I mean? Like your first introduction into 720p or something like that. Yeah, and and some of those uh, there was a there was like a rough transition with those consoles. There was a rough transition. I think even GameCube had had some problems with that. Hmm. But for the most part, um, most of the stuff, a good chunk of stuff ran at 60 frames up until the Nintendo 64. That one's that one was rough. Damn, I had no idea. I thought this whole time I've just been playing games like uh, in that 20 to 30 FPS range, like in my childhood. Nintendo 64 just basically sucked. (laughs) It it did kind of fucking suck. Sucked at it. Yeah. I'm glad that we got a release date, though, for uh, Palo Wing 64. I I thought for sure this was going to be much later, or if not like uh, early next year or something. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm a huge fan of the original Pilot Wings. At least I haven't got a chance to to, to try the 64 version, so I'm me, looking forward to. Me it. either. I didn't know anyone who had it, so I never got a chance to play it. I think uh, they may have had it at Blockbuster uh, back in the day, but I was so addicted to that shitty game Quest 64 that that's all I would rent. Um, <laughs> so I missed out on Pilot Wings. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I. I Maybe Quest 64, you can relive your childhood at some point. In time. Yikes, I, I know. No thanks. I think that's on uh, the the Nintendo, virtual Nintendo thing console. Whatever the fuck it's is called. It? I think so. Is it Quest 64? Oh, okay. I don't know. I, th- I thought it was. Maybe it's not. Oh, well, uh, they're going to be running out of games real soon. Yeah, they are. I mean, we're getting like we're getting like four Mario Party games for no goddamn reason. I think. It's like... The, it's it's a lot. Uh, we did get another release date mm-hmm. as well. This one from uh, Atlas. Atlas kind of dropped on us. Uh, was it a couple months ago? Something like that. 
that uh, Persona 5 Royale was coming to something other than the PS3, or uh, Persona 5 at least, was coming to something other than the PS3 and the PS4, and was basically releasing for all the systems, including the Switch. Along with that, they also told us about Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden, but they didn't tell us when that was going to release. And uh, I think they had some sort of uh, anniversary, some Persona 5, Persona, like just in general, the series. Uh, they have like this concert series in Japan mm-hmm. where they play like a lot of music from the Persona series. And typically during like these these concerts, uh, they they end it with some sort of some sort of announcement. Um, I remember them doing it like a year or two ago for Persona Strikers, I think. Might have been Strikers. But either way, it was this, uh, I think it was this, um, like a week ago, they had the concert. There wasn't really anything announced at the concert, but right around the time that the concert uh, went on, they actually just decided to drop the release dates. Hmm. Since this wasn't, since this wasn't really a, um, uh, a reveal, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I think it was just like, all right, well, we got nothing to reveal at the concert. Uh, here's the release dates. That's basically what they did. So they told us that uh, and this was October 8th. So this was yesterday. This was Saturday. This was Saturday, October 8th, 2022, that the Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden are going to be releasing on current gen consoles January 19th of 2023. So early next year, if you haven't had a chance to play it on Steam or on the PS3 or 4 or what, like PS. P- PSP? Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't played any of those games, you'll be able to play them uh, starting on January 19th, 2023. Appear to be digital only, though. If you were hoping for a physical version, it at least from the Atlas side, doesn't appear that they, they will be port um, a physical copy. Digital only. So, if, if, that's, if that's not your jam, you're probably going to have to pick up the originals. Yeah. Uh, I heard Persona 4 Golden is uh, kind of badass. Like it's supposed to be super badass. Yeah, it's supposed to be super badass. I, I think I have a physical version upstairs somewhere, and I've never opened it. I just you should, ne- you should try I, it. You I'll, should try it if you haven't. I heard it's super good. In fact, I think the Persona 4 Golden was one of the first Persona games that they released on Steam. I think so. Yeah, and and uh, they were just like, "Hey, that's crazy! We release our games to people, and they buy them." Huh, weird, right? <laughs> Who the fuck would have known? So, it like I said, I mean, you could probably play Persona Four Golden on a, like a shitty laptop. I I doubt. Yeah, I doubt that it needs uh you know something big to play. So, if you want to play it, you could probably get it for like ten, fifteen bucks on Steam or some shit like that. It's it's probably not expensive. Yeah, I I would imagine not. It's a super old game. Yeah. And and then we had Super Mario. We talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. That Super Mario was getting a trailer. I yeah. How did how did you feel about it? I can't lie. I I really didn't didn't really care about a lot of the things that I was kind of afraid of. Mm-hmm. It just kind of looks super fucking good. And the the tone of the movie that I guess the teaser kind of uh, starts off with 
and it's uh, it's between uh, you know Kemic and and uh, Bowser and you know the penguins and stuff like that. If that's gonna be the tone of the movie, I'm I'm gonna fucking love it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there like day one. I'm gonna be shoving little kids out of the way, trying to get into the theater. It's gonna be amazing. I'm I'm hoping that they do something with like AMC or Cinemark or whatever, where you get like a big commemorative stupid fucking cup and like a bucket of oh popcorn that's like Mario's head or like you know the penguin's crown or some dumb shit. Because I'm gonna be all in this. This. This gave me, I, I told you before, it gave me like Wreck-It Ralph 1 vibes. Um, there's just enough comedy in the trailer. The detail on like everything looks dope. Mm-hmm. Um, the serious vibe that the stupid little penguins from Mario 64 give off is like, I don't know. The whole thing's fucking hilarious, dude. I, I'm, 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 I'm really in. Uh, I also like the way that this starts off. And it's got this crazy contrast between the blue and the red of Bowser coming into like the ice kingdom and he lands and he's burning shit up. And then there's like this juxtaposition between his giant ship and this penguin kingdom. And it's so tiny. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved all of it. I didn't, I didn't mind any of the voices. Uh, Jack black seems to be like, he's killing it. Uh, Chris Pratt. I mean, he sounds like Chris Pratt and I I don't hate it. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. I don't hate it either. Yeah. So in the, in the trailer that was released, we get we get to hear I was like I think I have five voices here mm-hmm. potentially five voices so Jack Black obviously he's Bowser you know no introduction it's Jack fucking Black guys like you know what it is he's gonna knock it out of the park we had a uh, guy called Kevin Michael Richardson uh, he is voicing Kemic I I don't really don't know him very well but he seems to be uh, he's a veteran voice actor he he's been voice acting in video games since like the like the late nineties and he does some animation work and, uh, and whatnot. So he, he seems like he'll, he'll kill it. Like Kamek sounded great from, yeah, the, from the little bit that we got in the trailer. Anyways, uh, Carrie Payton is the penguin King. He's the King Ezekiel character from the walking dead series. Oh, I'd love uh, that dude. A, he's got a voice on him. Yeah. He's got a voice on him. So he sounds like he sounds, he sounds, he sounds very kingly. So I get it. I get it. Uh, and as you said, Chris Pratt, Mario, uh, Motherfucking Star Lord, he he has like two lines in the trailer. Like he said, like it's really it's really hard, it's really hard to really judge Chris Pratt on yeah. what he's gonna do based on the the trailer because it, this seems to be just like uh, almost in like a quick introduction into what looks to be like an origin story for Mario. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so not a whole bunch. Not a whole bunch of like exposition to really judge. We're probably gonna have to wait further to uh, to hear more from him. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is the is Toad, the the tracker Toad character. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many fucking Toads in the in the universe. I'm hoping that that's that's who it is. It doesn't sound like him. I don't think so. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Uh, I mean, some really people are really good. At masking their their talking voice for when they do voice acting, so right. And Keegan Michael Key, you know, he's he's a he's a character actor. I remember watching him on Mad TV, mm-hmm. like the later the later uh, seasons of Mad TV. He was on that TV show. He's also one half of Key and Peele, you know, and he's he's out there, man. Yeah, he, it's good shit. the The only thing we haven't uh, well, what we still need to hear, so Charlie Day is Luigi. We got to see Luigi in the trailer towards the end, but 
we didn't get to hear him or anything like that. And that was a shame. I, I didn't wanted to hear Charlie Day. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach. I, I haven't seen anything that she's been in. Uh, she's in like Peaky Blinders and shit like that. She's kind of like a half half British, uh, half American. Like her accent is is kind of is kind of a little wild. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, I don't know if that I pronounced that right, but this motherfucker, Foreman Spike, Sebastian is a dope ass Italian ass motherfucking comic. Oh, he is Italian as fuck, dude. Oh, I'm I excited. Not wait. I cannot wait to hear him as Foreman Spike. Jesus Christ! If you haven't, if you haven't, if you haven't seen his standup, just fucking put in his name and see like some of the Cosmic Central specials that he's done. It's fucking amazing. Italian as fuck. I, that's all I can say. And uh, S- Seth Rogen is going to be Donkey Kong, and we have Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen Sebastian on anything. This guy does not look familiar to me at all. I can't wait I to only know. Yeah. Um, I, I have like a, I went through like a huge, like comedy central standup special, like kick probably like, you know, uh, I go, I go through like phases where I just look up some of this shit and he's shown up a few times. And so I've seen a few of his specials. Like I said, he's like from New York. He's, you know, New York to the bone Italian as fuck. He was. They should have got got him to do Mario instead. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he he played he played in uh, the movie The Irishman along with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, uh, Harvey Keitel. I mean, Um, like, yeah. So, like, I mean, he's if he played next to those dudes in a a, a Irish mob movie, like you know, he's probably got the chops to like one be a good voice actor, but like probably has a really cool fucking sound to his voice. Uh. I'm excited to hear he, it. He really, man, motherfucker. He's like Guido'd out too. <laughs> yeah, he is. And yeah, I, I mean, saw pictures of him. Yeah, like his. And he, I mean, he, and I mean that, and I mean that with all the love and respect. I'm actually super excited to hear him as Foreman Spike. God, super excited, super excited. Do, did you did you get any of the criticisms that people were talking about when they heard, when they heard it? Because I remember telling you <laughs> after it was released. Mm-hmm. I think it was the day of. So they released the trailer on October 6th. And I think about an hour after it premiered, like not my Mario was trending on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. You know, yeah, like that kind of shit. I, so what did you, what do you think about that? I, I feel like people are reacting too harsh on all of this stuff. Um, a lot of people are comparing this to uh, the original Sonic premiere for the trailer and they're being like, Oh, you know, the internet bashed the shit out of Sega and we got him to change Sonic. And, you know, we can do the same thing and get Chris Pratt out of here and get the original voice actor in for Mario. And we can give Mario his giant fucking butt from the video games and, you know, make him look less humanoid and squish him down a little bit or, you know, whatever they feel like doing. Uh, I, I'm here for the ride and I, I think Nintendo is going to do a really good job. I think uh, Miyamoto and all the, the, the staff that are in charge of this, I think they're going to deliver to us what they believe their vision is. Um, I think so too. Yeah. And, and, and looking at the Sonic movie, uh, I look at the Sonic movie specifically, just how I look at the Sonic games team. Sonic doesn't know what the fuck Sonic is and they don't. And, and for a long time, they've never known how to portray Sonic to the market. Uh, and they just take wild swings and sometimes they land and sometimes they don't. 
I cannot think of a fucking time that Mario outside of the Mario movie and maybe <laughs> the old uh, Mario uh, live action cartoon type of mashup thing. Uh, you remember that shit? Yeah. Do the Mario. Do do. Yeah, yeah. The Super Mario Super Show. Yeah. Outside of those two things, I think Mario has been a fucking complete hit. Um, I to me, they can really do no wrong with this franchise. I I think. Um, I fucking love the Super Mario Super Show, dude. I did too. <laughs> And even like they, so they had like the Super Mario Super Show. That was like, that was like uh, Super Mario one and two. Mm -hmm. And we even had like uh, the Zelda shorts they would do like, I think once a week, excuse me, princess, like that, that whole thing. And they also had like a Super Mario World one uh, that I remember uh, Saturday mornings. I used to watch that shit, man. I have, I have like these weird memories of taking my old, my old McDonald's fries that I had in the in the fridge, and I would wake up in the morning and I would put them in the microwave and eat them soggy shits while I while I watched the Super Mario World uh, cartoon in the God morning. God dang! God yeah. dang! You ate sad fries and watched sad fries, and I was but I was happy as fuck because it's a Super Mario World and you had Yoshi and shit. It was amazing. Fuck, dude! Now now yeah. the, there's got to be a way to get get a hold of like old VHSs or something of that shit. The the Super Mario Super Show, I think that's on DVD. You can get that on DVD. What? The Zelda, the Zelda, the Zelda ones. I don't know if the Zelda ones were on their own DVD. Mm, Super Mario World, I don't know though. I have, I have briefly looked uh, for stuff like that. Oh shit! Yeah, these Super Mario Super Shows are uh, seven dollars a pop for the DVDs. Yeah. Um, there seems to be only a volume one and two. I don't know how many episodes that is for each one, but uh, each yeah, each I've, disc has. There's a two disc set. Uh, there's six hours on each set, so uh, this is just twelve hours of shit. I mean, I don't know how I don't know how many episodes the original show was. I don't from what I from what I remember the last time I looked this up. I don't think it ran very long, but I didn't I didn't know that as a kid. Like it it sound it it could have could have gone like twenty seasons for all I yeah all I knew back in the day yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like anytime I try to remember like old shit like that, uh, it's always much longer than I remember. You can buy the Legend of Zelda complete series on uh, DVD on Amazon as well. Yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah, so it looks like it's separate from the Super Show, Mm -hmm. something like that. I I just remember that they. I think um, like during the week they would tease the the Zelda short, and then instead of the Super Mario, uh, at the end of the week you would get the Zelda. You get the Zelda one. Damn, we're fucking dope. we're fucking unlocking some uh some weird core memories here again. Yeah, essentially. So that in in that's one of the reasons why I'm all in on the movie. Um, Same. I I get that there's a lot of people who who grew up with Super Mario 64 and I, I want to say the the gentleman's name is Charles Martinet mm-hmm. is the current voice actor for Super Mario. So anytime you hear him grunt woohoo whatever it's charles martinet and i get why it would be amazing to have him voice mario but yeah i don't want to i don't if i'm being honest i don't want to listen to it's a me mario for like two for like an hour and a half two hours that shit would fucking get on my nerves yeah and a lot of people have pointed to the french dub the French dub actually kind of sounds kind of like Mario. Oh yeah, I did hear that. And again, I guess it's cool, 
but I don't think I could I don't think I could sit through that for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. I get it. You know, it's let's be honest here. It's over the top. They yeah. took a stereotypical like Brooklyn Italian type thing and they dialed it up to like 15. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it I don't, in a in a game setting it's it's fine, right? But I don't I I yeah. I agree with you. I don't think I would like it in a movie. It's because with Mario, you know, you get you get various like he's not he's not necessarily a voiced character in the Mario games. You know, he he grunts, he he exclaims, he has his little catchphrases, but you don't really hear him like sitting down and and talking, you know, at length yeah. with characters. And I don't think I don't think it would be like as great as I guess people would love to have him do it. I'm sure he's still getting a bag for for this anyways yeah i'm sure he gets to come in there as like a you know it's chill chill and talk to chris pratt and shit like that it's it's been confirmed that him and uh there's uh somebody else i forget who she who she voices she's either a princess peach or uh, a toad voice actor so Mm -hmm. charles martinet and her will be in the movie as um they will be playing various characters but uh, they haven't confirmed. Oh, dude! What? I I hope he, Charles Martinet drops his voice in there, and Mario's just like off put by it. Like he encounters him in the in the movie, and he's just like, "Oh, your fucking voice is grating." Just like <laughs> I I hope that they acknowledge it and just be like, "I'm ooh, I'm glad I don't sound like you." Just something fucked up. Um. God, that would be fucking hilarious, but <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh, oh man, I don't, I don't think that uh, you know Nintendo would want to be that self aware. Um, I don't think so either. You would, oh man, I can't imagine just just all the all the Twitter hate from all these all these voice actors and mm-hmm. actresses. They're gonna come out and just be like, I can't believe, I can't believe you would do that to that man. That's yeah. a job. I don't, give a, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Charles Martinet isn't going to like seeing him on the red carpet. Sorry guys. Like that's, that's not it. Like you got to get a Chris Pratt. You got to get a Jack Black involved. I, I get that they're voice actors. You know, I understand that voice acting is a, is an art form. And you know, there's, there's always been some complaints about people who are, you know, they're, they're basically destroying their voices for an industry that doesn't pay them very well, doesn't acknowledge them. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck <laughs> for the Super Mario movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? You you voice voice uh, voice those random animes, you know, get yourself your your TV shows, but I I want to say that if Miyamoto was going to do any of this, he has 100% creative control over what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, I'm pretty sure he, he whitelisted all of the actors that they, that they chose that they've gone through. They, he, he, Miyamoto's probably listened to everything that Chris Pratt has done, everything that everybody's done. And he's just like amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it, uh, out of all of them, I, I'm, out of all the voice actors and actresses, I am more excited about Jack Black being in this just because like, I just love his range. Uh, 
from being metal as fuck to doing these goofy yeah. fucking YouTube series where it's like Jack Black plays video games, whatever fuck his YouTube series is, where he never plays a video game. And he's supposed to be like playing and reviewing games. And he just never fucking does it. He just does stupid ass shit uh, and never gets around to playing the game. And he's like, all right, see you guys next time. You know, like I, I just love how fucking uh, off the wall this dude is. And I'm hoping that he brings that kind Me of too. weird fucking energy to this. Um, I think he will. Like he, this dude has always been just kind of, he's been different. Yeah. He's always been different. And not, and it's, it's always been in a good way. Yeah. Like he always brings energy and just, he, cause he's very good with, um, when he has to like emote, mm-hmm. like he can do it with his voice and he can do it just with his body and his, his face, face, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is, he is like an all body, just it, his entire body is a character. Have you seen the uh, the photo of uh, Jack Black going around with uh, the side by side comparison of him and uh, uh, King Koopa making the uh, or Bowser, whatever you want to call him, making the same faces from the video and from like his real life? Oh, no, they're dead on. There's like a uh, a part in the okay. trailer where Jack Black is like, or Bowser's like, Ooh, and he makes like this weird fucking face, whereas his lips are like heart shaped and like. He's still got this weird fucking curly smile going on. And then you go and then somebody found a, a picture of Jack Black and he does that all the time. Like that's like the way that he makes this weird fucking loving, goofy. I'm super excited. Oh my God. Smile. That's that's amazing. So they actually they probably did some a little bit of mocap. Yeah. With his face. So we get some we get some, I can see. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, YouTube folks, we're, we're watching the we got the trailer on loop in the back. And yeah, I can see it. Like watching his watching uh, Bowser's expressions, I could definitely see that it's coming they, up right here. They got yeah, they got well, they got Jack Black to yeah. to uh, to at least like uh, they they put something on his face so they could track his his mouth movements and things like that. It's gonna be on point. Yeah, it's gonna be on fucking point. Man. Yeah, they do those like uh, red dots like all over people's faces now to like track yeah. their expressions and shit. Yeah, they just did that. With Snoop Dogg for some fucking weird thing just recently. I don't know. The fuck else is he selling? I'm still pissed off at you, Snoop. God damn it. (laughs) Why? Uh, Why would you take Doggy Style and the Chronic off a string of platforms? Taking everything away from us, man. God damn it. And I I think that goes into our next thing, man. Like, uh, you're getting shit. Right before, right before, just just a reminder, the, the movie doesn't come out until April 7th. Yeah, that's April seventh, twenty twenty three is when the Mario movie's coming. For whatever reason, April twenty eighth in Japan, because fuck Japan, right? Yeah. Why? Why are they? Why know. are they getting it? Oh, it's because it has I, English voice actors to start it, and so they have be, to. I think I they would have already redubbed know. it by now because they're they're they doing. They probably the, would have redubbed it. They probably have the final. I don't know why. This is maybe maybe Wikipedia is fucking with me. Maybe it's making me look like an asshole right now. I don't know. But Wiki says that Japan is getting it on April 28th. But April 7th, for probably most people. Check it out. Hmm. Maybe there's some national holiday there, or uh, they have another movie coming out, and they don't want to compete with it. Maybe so. And why don't you go ahead and finish the segue, because I'm lost. Oh, because we were talking about Snoop Dogg and just how, like, uh, everybody takes shit away from you, and uh, Blizzard oh, decided okay. to do the same thing by 
giving you something new and taking all of your shit away. And they, when they would launched uh, Overwatch two, now, however, there was a transition, so you got all your assets and stuff. But Overwatch two I, launch was a shit show, right? It was a shit show, but I want to say it's a lot of people like to shit on Blizzard, mm-hmm. and you know there there's a lot of good reasons why you need to shit on Blizzard, but for Overwatch two. Um, I'm not too sure. Like, obviously, you have when you launch a, a large game like this, and this is a games as a service game. Yeah, which means that you have a whole bunch of people jamming in there trying to get some matches in. They acknowledge that they had two DDoS attacks, so denial of service attacks. That's basically when you have people with like botnets who basically just saturate your servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuously and basically denies people from being able to connect and form a game. So that's why you had these these images floating around social media with, you know, queue times, you know, with 30, 40, 50,000 people in line yeah. in order to get to play the game. It happens. And it's it's one of the reasons why, especially for games like this that are, you know, always online, don't don't take the day off to play day one because most of the time this is the kind of bullshit that's gonna, that's going to happen. Most yeah. anything that's that's ever been released, a game like this, day one, this is usually the kind of shit that happens. I think with uh, with Amazon when they released uh, was it New Worlds or something like that? Yeah, it yeah. Was, it, I think it was. I think there was some similar shit that happened. That there was it was rough. It was rough for like the first week, and you know it's it's going to be like that with uh, Overwatch two as well. The, I think you were telling me about some people weren't able to merge their accounts correctly. Yeah, that was that was the fear. I don't know if that ever got like uh, fixed. It was, it was acknowledged. It was acknowledged, and they say that nothing's been missed. That's good to hear. Or that you know nothing's nothing's been lost, uh, more or less. It's it's because of the the they're claiming that. All of the data exists, but because of the, I guess, the issues they're having, you know, the DDoS and just everybody trying to play, that it hasn't been able to update necessarily as quickly as they would hope. And they're actually releasing a patch, I want to say this coming up Friday, which would be um, October 15th, 16th, or something like that. 14th. But they they have they have acknowledged that there there is a patch that's going to be coming out soon and the patch is going to help with things like the the sms issue that some people were having i think it's going to help with the migration issues and i think it's also supposed to help uh with some stability of the of the game and whatnot that's good to um, hear uh I, they've been yeah. getting a lot of shit though with uh the cost of skins being like 20 yeah. 20 plus dollars and they don't look much better than the like default skin. Like so. they went free to play. Like this yep. is like if you if you stayed away from Valorant or Apex Legends because of this type of shit. Well, this is what you're getting. Yeah, you know. Uh, maybe you didn't think Overwatch One was necessarily worth you know the price of entry to play the game, or maybe it wasn't healthy for the community that it should have been like a free to playish type game. Well, this is what you get. Yep. This is this is what you get. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, you've been on the you've been on the uh the the wow side of things. Yeah. Like what what's your opinion about what's the return on investment as, as far as like, you know, happiness 
with uh, some of the some of the like the paid things that you've uh, that you've gotten for so, you know your characters or whatever. Yeah, so I I, I purchased almost everything that was a cosmetic skin uh, because I'm a junkie and uh, any of the mounts that came out or like, Hey, you know, we'll up your subscription for six months uh, at, at, in a chunk and we'll give you a new mount that no one else can get. Or we'll give you a uh, in game battle pet or some dumb shit like that. Um, I've always thought that that stuff was uh dumb as shit. Uh, but because I'm, I want to collect everything and I look at world of Warcraft and, and a lot of other games like that as a, they have in in game collectible content, and you have a a number and a progress bar that's associated with it. And I want to fill that shit up, so I do. Um, and I think it's the same way with uh, like Overwatch Two and any of these other games as a service inside of um, a skin library. Because if you if you play one or two characters specifically, and you can get a really cool skin for them, you're gonna fucking do it. And I, I felt the same way with uh, League of Legends. Like I played a lot of Teemo. Um, which is this little, I don't know what the fuck he is, a rat or something. <laughs> but he lays mushrooms around, and he has a lot of skins. Uh, and some of them are premium, so like you got to pay actual money uh, to get them. Uh, and they they change the way your character looks. They change the way that they interact with the environment. Their uh, actions and all this other stuff may look a little bit different. Um, and I think if, if Overwatch 2 had more premium skins... And I think people wouldn't bitch about the the twenty dollar price tag for a skin. That being said, you don't have to buy those fucking skins. So you can just, yeah, you can just leave it as is, and you never have to get them. You can just play the fucking you know, game. You can essentially invest zero dollars yeah. to play this game if you really wanted to. Yeah, you know what I mean. So for the people bitching about it, it just seems like we just don't support it. Just play the game, have fun with your friends. Yeah. Uh, dunk on motherfuckers, and then just walk away and do it all in default skin, right? Like who cares? I mean, basically, yeah. I, I never understood that, uh, but I get what you're coming from, though. Yeah. Like, uh, if if there was just a dope ass skin that I really wanted, <coughs> excuse me, um, I I would probably pay some money for it. Yeah. Um, but if the if the if the argument is, yo, like these skins are garbage, and you're trying to charge us twenty, well, just don't buy them. Yeah, don't buy. Wait them. until, <clears throat> yeah, wait till uh, you get a you get a skin or something whatever trinket that seems like it's worth the money and then you can then you can spend it if you want yeah because i mean if you think about it for a new game this is like what 60 70 price tag you know just figure out what what those 60 dollars are worth to you for this game and uh you know spend it up spend it as uh as a as appropriately as you can or again just don't you yeah. don't have to pay anything you can still like Somebody tells you, like, you know, I forget what they call, there's a, there's a term for people who, uh, who fucking, uh, just use default skins. Oh. I forget, there's a, there's a term for it. It's like a derogatory term. I forget what they call it. Um, but again, I, since I don't play a lot of these games, like it just kind of like floats right past me. But yeah, don't, don't let people, don't let people talk shit about whether or not, you know, you have a badass skin or not. Like this is for your enjoyment. Yeah. So fuck everybody else. And uh, the only thing, the last thing I want to talk about is the the SMS shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I kind of a lot of people were a lot of people were complaining that Blizzard was punishing them for being poor because uh, they had some prepaid phone. Uh, you couldn't use a prepaid phone to to uh, 
to use, I guess, the phone activation is like a, it's almost like a two-factor type thing to make sure that um, the Blizzard account is attached to like a single phone number. Yeah. Something like that. So you can't just, you know, keep swapping numbers to avoid bans or anything like that. Yeah. So this just makes it harder. Um, it was, I, I kind of think it was overblown. I, I, I understand that not everybody wants to, uh, I guess, wants to play or wants to pay, I should say, uh, for contracts with like AT&T, Verizon. Yeah. They'd rather go through a Quicket, a Cricket, I mean, uh, or Walmart, I think has prepaid phones. They that do. You can, you get these super cheap plans. Uh, but the moment your plan lapses, so like, you're like, oh, I can't afford it this month, right? And you, you mm-hmm. boot it back up, you get a new number. You don't get the same old number. Uh, and, and that can be pretty detrimental with you just trying to log into your fucking Battle.net account. Yeah, I, I kind of, I, I don't see an issue with, uh, with that requirement. Although, I guess since it wasn't a requirement for Overwatch 1, mm-hmm. uh, that was an issue because people who essentially transitioned basically had no way to play the game. And the, their solution was basically anybody who, uh, I think it was launched the, the Battle.net launcher mm-hmm. and had their Overwatch game associated with that. Uh, I think it was June of 2021. So as long as you played it in um, using the Battle.net launcher... June of 2021, somewhere around there, you were exempt from the SMS check. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, so you know, I I think that w- that was a good middle ground. Um, this is a, this is going to be a free to play game now. The the amount of assholeness that's going to be coming out since this is free to play, there's no monetary investment, and people will do anything to to fuck with people on yeah. a free to play game. Yeah. And I 100% agreed with that. Anything to avoid, make it as hard as possible to just create all of these multiple accounts, Smurf accounts, mm-hmm. because, oh, like, you're bored playing, like, in the upper level because you kind of suck as soon as you you start, you know, you get so far uh, past, like, the, the the newbies and stuff like that who play the game, and you just want to go back and just stomp on bitches. Yeah. Like, that's fucked. Like, I, I, I think it's... Uh, it's like a big issue with uh, League of Legends. It is. It is. Where people just love to like lose Elo or whatever, and then come back and just dis- just mop everybody up, or they create new accounts yep. so they can level back up because it's fun fucking up other people who yeah. don't know any better. Yeah, and that just ruins everybody's experience. It really does. Uh, you know what uh, I mean, Steven does that a lot uh, in League. He gets he what has. A- what an asshole. Yeah, he's got a lot of accounts. And so, like, we played together a couple times. He's like, oh, let me log on to my, my low-level account so I can play bronze with you. And he just shit on people. And I was like, well, I didn't even get a chance to, like, enjoy the game because we just mopped the floor with these dudes so fast because you know what the fuck you're doing. I was like, I'm, I'm an idiot, right? Like, so, like, allow me a chance to be an idiot and learn. Um, so that's what it's all about, man. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get... I don't get how it's fun to just like I had this and this is this is way back. Like I had to uh, the last time I felt that way. This was like 2001, mm-hmm. 2000. This is a long time ago. Fuck, I'm old. Um, but I was playing this game called Soldiers of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Soldiers of Fortune had this multiplayer and it was one of the first like first like online FPSs that I really got into. 
And by the time I got to it, there weren't a whole bunch of, and this is back when like you could start up your own server, dedicated servers. So you didn't have like, you know, the company servers. It didn't matter. I think you could still play the game in multiplayer today because there's still like a, a handful of like uh, dedicated uh, Soldier of Fortune online players. But the only ones that I could connect to were in Europe, which meant that my ping was high as fuck. Yeah. But I didn't care. I didn't care. So I played and I was playing and I got really fucking good. And I I just enjoyed the game. But there was a few people that I could actually find and we could actually get into matches together mm-hmm. who were actually like around the same level as me. And that was always fun because it was it was frustrating having to deal with people like, oh, you're a fucking bot. You're a fucking hack and shit like this. And like my daddy's a real sniper and blah, blah. Like that's not how sniper rifles work. You know, just like. This is bullshit like that. Yeah, it's video game. Yeah, it's <laughs> video game stuff. And it sucks. It sucks to just repeatedly smash on people. You wanna you need to you need to get fucked up, you know? Yeah. You need to get you need to get you need to get killed. You need to get sniped. You need to learn. You need to need to find somebody on your level to really progress. Like it's not fun. It's not fun just destroying other people. Yeah, no, exactly. And you I know think know that's I mean? why like uh, good matchmaking in games is like is so important, uh, and yeah, and when agreed. people get to bypass it with uh, you know making these Smurf accounts, it kind of fucks everything up. Um, I agree. And, and since they're locking it behind an SMS, so like if your phone is associated with that, now now you can no longer Smurf. And I'm I'm okay with that. I kind of wish that more games would do that uh, because right now they do it with like email, right? So. If your email account is a Gmail account, you just put a period in in any random spot, yeah. and now it's like a it's a fake email account that just goes back to your regular account, right? So, yeah, um, that's the Gmail trick. That's yeah. the Gmail trick. It it sucks, but I, I think I think Overwatch going to be is going to be fine. Um, it it's just it's a Blizzard game, and so everybody wants to see it fail. Everybody yeah. wants to see the company itself fail, and I think it's. Like I said, I think Blizzard does deserve criticism, but mm-hmm. you know, this isn't just this isn't just Blizzard. These aren't the assholes, you know, who had the Bill Cosby suite. You know, there's engineers, there's artists, you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of other people involved, mm-hmm. you know, who aren't like out there like uh doing terrible things to women in their workplace. They're just trying to they're just, they're just know, earn people. a living. Yeah. They're Earning a living, trying to put out the best quality stuff out that they can, mm-hmm. and hoping that their game like crashes and burns, and that they don't have they have to go somewhere else. That's fucked. It is fucked. You know what I mean? I I when I look at Blizzard, uh, a previous you know previous ownership of Blizzard, it was created by people who love games. He got a loan from his grandmother. He built the company, got it moving, created you know that uh fucking racing game uh the the three dwarf game whatever the fuck that shit was called i forget what the name of that, Is that game. rock and roll racing rock and roll racing and what was that fucking game with the, the dwarves and they, they each had like a shield and like weird abilities they, they could do you could and like you could swap between them or yeah. something like that yeah uh i forget what God it's called it. anyways the, yeah. the 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 old uh the old owners of blizzard they they fucking ruled uh they may have created an environment on accident uh, that allowed pieces of shits to get in there. But uh, Blizzard has some of the best 
uh, developers and artists coming out of their company who learn a lot. Like some of the biggest artists that I follow on like uh, YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and shit uh, are all now like uh, concept art teachers. And so they have their own art schools online where you can like enroll and learn all the shit. And they all came from Blizzard at some point or, or have had like tie-ins with uh, working on like Overwatch or World of Warcraft or any of the IPs that, uh, you know, they try to launch and end up dying before they can make fruition or be announced. So uh, it, it's hard to look at uh, a company and say, I hope this whole motherfucker burns down um, because like, you know, there's good, there's good motherfuckers in there uh, doing their best to like write code and provide a service or whatever it is to us. And they're just normal dudes and women. Yeah, man. It's, I, and I, and I hate to, to use like these kind of analogies is like, you know, if, if, if you have, if you have a tumor, like mm-hmm. we don't just throw you away. Like we try to, we try to open you up and try to get to, to the thing that needs to be removed mm-hmm. in order to make you feel better in order to, to make you whole again. And we try to we try to do that before throwing you away completely. Yeah. You know, you know, you throwing the baby out burn with the, the water. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's a good fucking analogy, dude. I, I never thought about it like that. You yeah, cut out the, like, you, you pull the cancer out of, out of the group. Right. And then you just exactly. Keep so, going. you know, you, you want to, you're, you're trying to have the body as a whole survive because up until, up until this, even if, even if, if we'd have an example that we'd never found out about any of this stuff, like we found out, you know, and it was all, all this retroactive information, um, about all the things that went down. Like before then, like you were just, you were happy as fuck. You're like, I love Overwatch. I love World of Warcraft. Like this is, this is fun, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just because, just because a few people fucked it up for everybody doesn't mean, again, you throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. It's like, they're, they're working on it. They're going to get rid of these people and, you know, they're going to try to, try to get back on track because, for a long while, Blizzard was fucking knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Knocking they, it out of the park. Everything that they made was a banger. Um, yeah. But the past, like, I don't know, six years have just been kind of rough. Like, the Warcraft 3 remaster was pure dog shit. Um, ooh. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's the last big fucking thing I remember just playing and I was just like, this is awful. I'm just not, I'm, I'm out of it. So yeah, I, I, I haven't hoping, even reinstalled it yet. I'm hoping that Diablo four is, is going to be something decent. Diablo three ended up being a pretty damn decent game. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know, and Diablo four looks like it's going to be, looks like it's going to be some good shit. You had that dumbass who fucking leaked or no, no, some of the, some, somebody that he was streaming the game to, Mm-hmm recorded the footage and uh, leaked it online. So he's probably lost his friend's access to the game because yeah. he had his shit all tagged up. They don't fuck around with no. those uh, closed beta tests. No. So they know who they know who was actually streaming it and uh, know that he was streaming it to somebody else. Um, so he's fucked. But yeah. from all intents and purposes, Diablo 4 is looking pretty decent. You know, it's it was probably the, the last thing that I saw at BlizzCon that was like blew blew me the fuck away. Like I can't wait. Even even Diablo Immortal. Like I don't give a fuck. You guys like you can make us like 
is this a joke? Is this an April Fool's joke? You can go up, you can say all that bullshit you want. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah, it was go fun. Fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, to be fair, look, I, I, like we talked about it before. I, I installed Diablo Immortal and I booted it up, and I was like, you know what, man, fuck this. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't play it outside of like all the bullshit news with uh, all the loot issues, and I was like, maybe it's just I didn't have time. But I will play Diablo like, Four. That shit. That shit was yeah. fun as fuck at BlizzCon. That shit was hella fun. It was. It was. And I honestly, like, like I said, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame what's what's kind of happened to Blizzard. Yeah. Um. In the in the recent years, and I'm hoping that with Microsoft's acquisition, um, which uh, has passed a few international, Ooh. um. Uh, te- not test, but they've. I think like in Brazil they approved the merger and stuff like that with no restrictions. Blah blah blah. Um, they still have like a major, like a major, like European um, uh, regulators that they have to get through, as well as American regulators. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that once Microsoft takes over, that they they institute some changes to to get them back on track. Because yeah. I would hate, I would hate for Blizzard to just go away. You know, to have their IPs. Uh, given to given somewhere else or sold off yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? It's, it's a shame that we have a lot of, a lot of studios and just kind of like what were they're doing with the dead space remake? You know, it sucks that the original development team, they did, you know, dead space one, two, and I think three, and they're just like, nah, fuck you guys. Like, uh, you know, like you're not, you're not doing what we thought, uh, you were going to be doing, or it's not, it's not as great as it once was. And here we are, like they have like this huge, big budget, like remaster or remake of the original Dead Space. Doesn't seem to be involving uh, any of the old people. And they, I think it was Callisto Protocol. I think is where most of those devs went. Yep. So, like that fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, like they could have turned Dead Dead Space into like a legit franchise. Yeah. But, you know, some you know some bullshit politics on the corporate cool. side, and they're just like, no, nah, we don't need you guys anymore. Like, go away. What we're going to still, we're going to still milk your IP though. They should. Yeah. Uh, well, the, so there's this weird thing. I, I want to cover two things real quick. One is, is World of Warcraft with the Microsoft thing. And two is this, uh, idea of IPs, uh, and extending the life of them. So Netflix and, and a lot of, uh, other, uh, TV publishing type of companies, they typically stop a, a show or any IP at season two because they've all seen how, Part three is always dog shit. Most things don't get greenlit for uh, a third season. And they, I kind of feel like video games should follow the same thing. They should just wrap that shit up in like two. I mean, look at Final Fantasy fucking 13 part two. That game sucked. And then Final Fantasy 13 part three. Like why even bring a part three out? Just let that motherfucker be okay. Um, Final Fantasy 10 two, like, (laughs) <laughs> uh, where it's, you know, Sailor Moon, the video game, like granted they, they, they have their pros and cons, but like, I don't think that just because you love a story that you need to extend it. I, I think that sometimes stories should just be finite and they should end and they should let you, um, enjoy them while they're there, man. Like, what's then? Uh, uh, asked. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy 7 and all of the all of the 
all of the fucking retconning and bullshit yeah. that's come out of Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Are you do you agree that Final Fantasy Seven should have been left as is, or did you enjoy like the Crisis Core, the Dirge of Cerberus, and Dirge of Cerberus is dog shit. Dirge of Cerberus is dog shit. Uh, full blown dog shit. I I was a die hard Final Fantasy fan. Final Fantasy Seven specifically. Um, and I played Dirge of Cerberus. I bought it when it came out. I put that bitch in, and I was like, "What the fuck is this game?" I tried so hard to play it. I I worked at GameStop, and I, I just returned that bitch. I was like, "I'm out." Or EB Games, sorry. Um, fuck. and I returned it. Um, I there was a mobile game that came out like on the old ass fucking black and white phones in Japan. Uh, that was a mm-hmm. where they looked at the uh, the Turks. Um, I think those types of spinoff stories when they're short, uh, even with Advent Children, um, or not Advent Children, but uh, Crisis Core, I think all that stuff is fine. Um, but trying to, because what they, they what they didn't do was grab the main characters and continue force feeding uh, story points to that. What they did is they went back and they okay kind of, what happens in this universe, right? And I think that's kind of where uh, Star Wars and stuff is going too. Like you look at you got the Book of Boba Fett. Like they've they've walked away from the Skywalkers, right? They walked away from all of that shit, the Jedi, everybody, and they're just like, what is the rest of this universe doing that could be fucking cool? What is Rogue One? Like all all of this other stuff. And I I think expanded universes and expanded stories inside of those universes is fucking cool, uh, because it brings more light to you know, maybe the original stories. So, all right, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that concession. Okay. I'll give you that concession. Yeah. Now it's not, not really, it's not really a sequel. It's more of just, more of just side shit. Yeah. yeah. More of just side. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, and then with the Microsoft and Blizzard merger, uh, just recently in the World of Warcraft dragon, something, another expansion, whatever the fuck it's called, dragon Isle or dragon, dragon flight. That's it. Um, they they just saw in the patches uh, in some hidden files they have uh, iconography for all of the major controller types so Xbox PlayStation and Switch so they're doing better controller support okay and uh, there's new targeting system so uh, there's a new action system when you have a controller enabled so whenever your character is facing an enemy it automatically targets that. And they had enabled action cam, so when you turn on a controller, the camera pans down uh, behind your character and off to the right, so your character is just off-center to the left. And the, the the way that the game interacts now in that action mode is still a tab-targeted you know, type of system, mm-hmm. but it plays more like an action game. Interesting. Yeah, and, and the expectation is they're doing all of this and really doubling down on controller support for the idea that this is coming to the Xbox uh, system. Because like every, all the other consoles have an MMO type of game, but that's true. Yeah. So and and since their big competitor is final fantasy, right? Final fantasy is, yeah. uh, Only on the, the, the Sony system. So the PlayStation four and five, and then obviously Steam and PC, but Xbox will that's never gonna, get it. That's, that's, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, I haven't played Final Fantasy fourteen on a PlayStation console, so I don't know how the 
how the how the actions map up very well with the with the controller. Janet played but it yeah. the entire time on there, and she fucking loved it. Like you, you, it sounds like they it sounds like they got it down. Yeah, on the on the console. So yeah, it'll be it'll be great because you know it's been stuck on the PC for so fucking long. Yeah, it's, it'll be nice to have other people uh, to get just absolutely just demolished and just just destroyed and have their their sense of self worth mm-hmm. just grind it up into absolute nothing. Yep. Yep. They need to also experience that. Yeah. And and uh there so there's a lot of like controversy about that. So they're I think it's Guild Wars two maybe. Uh they have different servers for people who play on console versus who plays on PC. So they're separated. So controller players cannot play with keyboard and mouse players. Because it's, it's, a different, it's a different skill set. Now, yeah. Final Fantasy, however, since it's a mostly a PvE type of game, where PvP is not even secondary, it's more like tertiary, um, they allowed those those two ecosystems to play together. Um, but World of Warcraft having such competitive PvP and competitive rating, I almost suspect that they'll separate them. But we'll see. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. But, yeah. Cool. Uh, do you want to cover this last piece here? I'll, I, I'll mention it. Yeah. I'll mention it. Go, um, go for it. So just recently, uh, I, I've mentioned it before on the previous episodes. I, I do have a Steam Deck. I, I fucking like it. I like playing games while I'm laying in the bed and shit or laying on the couch. Uh, it has been a bitch and a half for people to get a Steam Deck if they didn't pre-order it when it first came out. Um, yep, 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 yep. Pre-orders are now apparently complete. So if you just go into the Steam app, so the desktop application or your mobile app, or you log mm-hmm. into steampower.com with your account, uh, you can just buy a Steam Deck now. So all three versions are available, and it ships within one to four weeks. Um, uh, the the issue that you may have with the Steam Deck, which is a, a lot of my friends who decided to not get a Steam Deck, is just the battery life. So on a... Yeah triple a game that requires higher graphic fidelity you might get two hours out of your steam deck if you're playing like retro type of bullshit on there or like low fidelity type of games that don't require a lot of cpu and uh, graphics processing you might get eight hours the steam deck is huge uh it eats up a lot of power uh and it is loud for the fans on like (laughs) uh high-end games so uh you'll probably want like a a good battery pack if you're just going to lay on the couch and play it it's good to hear. I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see Valve um, kind of crush through these these pre-orders that they've come in. I think they they made an announcement. I forget when it was that they had sold like a million mm-hmm. already. So uh, I'm I'm probably gonna avoid this this first generation Steam Deck. I want to see I want to see them actually support it. Yeah. Long term. Maybe maybe not this iteration, but maybe a second iteration. I want to see. I want to see what they're going to be putting out. Because um, they Valve has gone into hardware um, a few times before, and I'm hoping that this one they actually stick with. You know, they've had they've had like their their Steam control. They had like a Steam Deck, and they the, the not TV Steam thing, Deck, but the, the Steam TV, the TV thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they also had um, at one point they had uh these these PC systems like pre-builts which yeah, were about kind those. of like yeah it's kind of like what they're doing with Steam Deck where they had 
uh, a a specific type of system and it was you know the system like if you bought it if you bought like the mid-tier like it was guaranteed to play like these type of games and and whatnot kind of like what the steam deck does you know they have their their uh what do they call it the steam approved or steam deck uh yeah it, it's uh, like when you log into steam deck it says great on steam deck so like they'll have that yeah. tag on on games and stuff like that so this seems like a like an entire like just amalgamation of all that shit they've been working on for the past for the past decade or so and it kind of is uh, materialized as the steam deck so i'm hoping that this is this is them stopping like they're not fucking around anymore and they're not trying to do any experiments and i guess it's with the success of the switch and uh just the you know the large user base i'm hoping that this is going to be something that they support for a while so um i'm glad that they've they've cranked through and now people can, can just order one and get it get it to your doorstep in a few weeks it sounds awesome yeah i i haven't heard anybody outside like as you said the battery life outside of the battery life everybody that i've heard fucking loves the thing yeah you know being able to play your pc games just as you would you know your switch mm-hmm. awesome awesome it- like i have i have dreams about that kind of shit like i wish because i downloaded a uh, Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. for the PC because I wanted to try Sony's uh, games on the on a computer for once, and it sucks having to get to the, you know, get to my desk, my desk area. Yeah, It'd be nice just uh, like you know an hour or so before I go to bed, just to get in bed, hop in, you know, play a little bit, whatever, throw it off to the side, keep it charged, and uh, yeah, like that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice, man. I mean, now that they're off pre-order, if you feel like jumping uh, on the bandwagon for the first round of their essentially hardware testing that they're doing with this, um, yeah, I, I think it's a good purchase. Uh, definitely if you like retro gaming, uh, because it's super easy to mod. Uh, there's like a, a Steam OS that you can log into. So there's the, the library version of Steam that you typically see with your on the desktop and uh, the Steam app. And there's a Steam OS, and you can toggle into that, and it has a bunch of different applications in there, specifically stuff like RetroArch and uh, uh, Dolphin Emulator and all this other stuff. And you can just install it directly from this uh, Linux uh, Steam plugin thing. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, the downside is is trying to get games transferred from your PC or your Mac over to that thing is a motherfucker. Um, you have to install like a... Uh, an application on your desktop and then you have to wirelessly connect over the same wireless <laughs> network and then uh, make sure the IPs match up and then you, you drop things into a folder and then it goes, Ooh, shit's in this folder. So then it starts to sync. But if your wireless connection hiccups, then the whole thing gets fucked up and then you have to go into the, it's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Everybody who says it's super easy. Fuck you. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> maybe my network sucks, but well, and I think that's one of the things that I love about uh, these these kind of like these uh, portable windows machines mm-hmm. kind of thing is, you know, you can do almost anything that you really want yeah. with it. You know what I mean? And it's been very popular. I guess we'll, we'll add, we'll add some, we'll add another, we'll add another bit of news that uh, Steam Deck had a, they had a trailer that they dropped, I think a couple of days ago, uh, two, three days ago. And uh, somebody noticed that they had, uh, in the original promo material, they had a Yuzu emulator. 
what icon on their on their desktop or on the the Steam Deck uh, home screen, and the Yuzu emulator is that Nintendo Switch emulator, and so people pointed out like, hey guys, like you're you have official promo material for your Steam Deck, and you're promoting the Yuzu emulator for Nintendo Switch, and they actually went back and replaced it, uh, and replaced us. Uh, what, Portal 2? Mm-hmm. Instead of Yuzu? Kind of. And they about fucked themselves. Yeah. You know, you don't want you don't want Nintendo coming after your ass for doing some shit. In fact, I don't know how happy they are we showed off the Super Mario trailer. I've heard of people getting their shit taken down. What? For having it up. Yeah. We about to find out. Nintendo don't. Nintendo's Nintendo's a uh, uh, fuck around and find out type of. Yeah, and and a lot of a lot of the people who who typically get their stuff taken down by Nintendo or just showing it without like overlays and all this other stuff. They're just posting, yeah. they're just taking it down and then posting it on their, their page, trying to get clicks and subs and shit. I um, think, I think we're going to be good. I want to, I want to see, I want to see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm down to fuck around. Fun. I'm down to fuck around. Uh, I'm sure we'll find yeah, out that we'll, we'll find, probably we'll find out. <laughs> I tried, I tried. So at least for the YouTube audience, um, there is a 80, 20 roll type of thing or, you know, 60, 40, whatever the fuck it is where you have to like create overlays or provide something like commentary. You have to talk over top of audio or just cover shit up. And so like in our UI here, uh, you know, it's got Michael and I, and then we got the logo and all this other shit. So I try to cover up a lot of the screen. So when we do show trailers that it, it, it doesn't look like we're just posting shit up trying to get clicks. Um, so these, you know, these companies don't come after us and try to fuck us over. Uh, Cause inevitably we're just, we're just trying to fucking have a good time and talk about video games and drink uh, yeah. cherry Pepsi Zero. I, man, <laughs> man, I I've been trying. Uh, you you brought up you brought up this this desire for me to go get some uh, go get some diet soda from the from the store. Yeah. I've been thinking about it so hard ever since I saw that cherry Pepsi Zero show up, man. Do I, I used to I used to, I went through I went through a phase where I was just like one. One diet, one diet uh, soda drink uh, a day. Mm-hmm. And I used to love finding like new shit in the store to drink, mm-hmm. but I stopped doing it. And I was pure H two O. I've been pure H two O, but I think the cracks are starting to show. I I think if you want to get some good uh, diet soda, uh, the Kroger brand of uh, Cherry Coke Zero is superior to like almost everything else. It's the same. I think it's the same mixture as uh, the Win Dixie version. Uh, I did I did a deep dive on like you the did best the dive. best uh, diet sodas. What the fuck is a Win Dixie? So Win Dixie is a East Coast um, grocery store similar to like uh, Kroger uh, or H E B. Uh, but a lot of these companies, uh, their generic brand sodas or generic brand foods are all sourced by the same companies. Uh, and this, I think Kroger and when Dixie fall underneath the same, uh, conglomerate umbrella, uh, and I think they get sourced by the same place. So a lot of our stuff from Kroger tastes the exact same as the shit from when Dixie. However, Kroger is a lot fucking cheaper. So people that shop at when Dixie get super fucked. I have like two Kroger's like right outside my, I could probably, I could probably watch the motherfuckers closing up the store and leaving home now from where I'm sitting. Damn. But uh, yeah, the the I guess this is not video game news, but I do drink a lot of diet soda. Um, people say that artificial sweeteners are bad for you, and there's been a study 
that just came out not recent, not recently, uh, within the past like couple months, uh, about how uh, diet sodas cause like arterial problems, mostly mm-hmm. because of arf- artificial sweeteners. Um, those articles are all over the place. Uh, if you actually read the scientific studies behind them, it is one half of one percent increase um, with causes in arterial hardening or uh, heart disease and stuff like that. So there is insignificant changes, uh, but people like to say, oh, there is a change. So uh, artificial sweeteners still totally fine. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Just like everything in moderation. Yeah, 100%. In like moderation. If, if you're fucking, you know, like those people at the event uh, this past weekend, if you're chugging Topo Chicas and fucking Coke Zeros and shit, uh, <laughs> you might be, you might be, uh, going down a bad you path. You have more issues than, you have more issues than just, uh, just your diet Coke drinking habit. Yeah. You know what, what is that? Uh, what is that big old, uh, the big old dude on YouTube who, uh, chugs like six or seven sodas at a time. You don't know who I'm talking about, do you? But, I mean, the, the only, the only person that I know of is the guy who like, I don't know. I forget. I forget what his name is. But basically, he just overeats and creates videos about it. And apparently, people love watching him destroy himself. It's uh, I'm, I'm pulling him up. Oh, no, this is not him. God, what is his name, dude? I can't find him. Chug. No, I don't know his name offhand. Oh, here it is. Badland Chugs. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. This must be somebody else. I'm talking about somebody else who destroys their lives and their and their their bodies for YouTube clicks. Oh, yeah, that's what this dude does. But he Oh my god, he he chugged a uh a you know a an Oktoberfest boot, like the big glass. Yeah. It, he filled it full of baked beans and chugged that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch that after this. Holy shit. <laughs> if you if you wanna if you wanna make yourself sick, uh Matt Stoney. Oh yeah, Matt Stoney, dude. Yeah. The the little little Asian dude, right? Dude. Little Asian dude, little skinny Asian dude. And him just just piling like five, oh. six pounds of food at once. I know who you're talking about before. That fucking skinny white dude. And he got like super fucking fat as hell, like doing all those eating challenges. And now he does like yeah. weird commentary about like being fat and stuff. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, I forget. It's it sounds really fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. I watched some of his stuff and I'm like, this is awful. Like, this is. I feel really bad for that guy. Anyways, that's that was a good segue to the end of this podcast. Yes, it was. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess thanks for sticking around. Uh, thanks for yes. listening to. Um, our podcast and our ramblings. Uh, yeah. And we got to We got to do the thing, man. We got to do the thing. Like if you stuck around this far, then that means that you should probably subscribe on YouTube, you know, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. So you can hear us ramble about random YouTubers and just uh, fucking our <laughs> diet soda uh, science. Yeah. Uh, for, for our podcast listeners, uh, you know, sub to us. If you haven't give us five stars, comments and whatnot, throw some engagement up, give us a reason to, to keep pushing forward. We're going to keep pushing forward anyways, but, 
I'd really like to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah. Uh, I listened to us the other day on uh, Spotify, our, not the uh, 15th episode, but the 14th episode. I went back and just like gave it a listen and it, it sounds really fucking good. Uh, I, the audio quality yeah. came across really nice. Uh, cause I know we used to have a lot of like audio quality issues for the podcast listeners. We did. We did. Um, I actually, I actually listened to us, um, on the way to, on the way to the, the fucking brewery, man. Oh shit. Yeah. Cause uh, I pushed it out. Um, oh yeah. Episode 15. You just pushed out the, like the, the day after, uh, yeah. Wednesday or Thursday and, or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I always like to just kind of do a do a spot check to to see what we sound like and and it was really good yeah it was top notch yeah i i think we've i think we figured it out guys so uh yeah for sure <laughs> thanks for suffering with us while we learned some shit <laughs> and fucked up a bit but uh i think this is part yeah. of learning pains and growing pains right? for sure so we we'll be back next week with with more shit from pixels and pints guys yep so thanks for watching uh i've been bradley and I'm Michael. And we're just two dudes uh, talking about video games and drinking pints. Thanks for watching. Pints of water, H2O. H2O, yeah. baby. Yeah. Oh, man, we're going to get so fucked up after Sober October, man. I know. It's going to be rough. Uh, oh, God. I can't. We got to do, we got to do like one episode where we're just blasted. I, I think we need to save it for like a, an in-person episode. Just like. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we wanted to do. <gasps> we come back from North Carolina. I'm just going to leave this in the fucking outro. We come back from North okay. Carolina with the the pumpkin, the warlock, and the pumpkinator, and we crack all three open, and oh, we God. we drink them, and we just we I don't know what we talk about. Maybe this is a Thanksgiving episode, and we say thanks for getting yeah. fucked up. Oh, we yeah, we'll do like a fucking Thanksgiving special or something. We'll talk about all the things that we're thankful for. Yeah, uh, in twenty twenty two, man, that sounds great. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited I think, too. I think the most about just the big the big share of uh the 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 sharing booze together. That'll be super fun. It'll be fun, man. Yeah.